traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world order. Hard. My American artificial intelligence gondrolling. Hard. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. Hard. My American. We are back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another good old episode. Pardon my American. Dave is still not here. We still got the. Uh, Skeleton in the coffee mug. He's dead serious all the time. <laughs> you know? I just don't get it. Why are you so dead serious over there, Dave? Skeleton Dave? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he's watching his kids, everybody. Yep. So before we get started, thank you guys so much for everything that you guys do. Make sure that you get onto Patreon because we have something special coming your way soon. Very soon. And on Fridays, we're going to be starting to do a show. On Patreon only, right? Yep. That is the plan. But we have different tiers, different sections, so you guys can sign up for whatever you want as far as content-wise, but we're going to roll out those specifics probably within the next two weeks, I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see, but yeah, make sure to get on there. You guys have been doing awesome with the Apple ratings. Get on Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, baby. Yeah, Just buddy. hit that, flick flick the five-star, right? Can flick, we Flick the five-star. Flick the five Okay, flick the five. That's a good old hashtag. Start that. <laughs> get that trending on Twitter. Get it trending on IG. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you guys have been doing awesome. Thank you guys so much for the support. Everything that we do depends on you guys sharing our content because there is something called a shadow ban. It exists. Yeah. And it affects everybody and it affects us. So you guys doing your due to help us out really does help us out. So thank you very much. This episode. We are going to dive into what's going on with Afghanistan. We're going to be going on with how they're trying to agitate retired military, just military in general. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're going to try to assassinate Joe Biden. I think it's coming, dude. I think they are setting the stage for an assassination attempt or even just a not even attempt. I think there will be a, a removal at the very least. Yep. Yeah, I think a removal is definitely coming of Joe Biden. But they are setting the stage to make it a violent removal. And and I will go into why I think so. Okay. Because we take a look at Afghanistan, man. I mean, you keep on seeing all of this footage coming out. We saw the helicopter footage of a man being hanged by the helicopter. It looks like they did learn how to fly these helicopters, folks. And yeah, within the within the week, they figured out how to, to fly. Although Dave did show me a video of they had to pull a helicopter with like a tow truck because they didn't know how to fly it yet. So I don't know. I thought that was funny. Really? Yeah. So they're swerving <laughs> it all over the fucking road. Well, I mean, it's fucking impressive how far they've come in a week. They went from not knowing how to use like gym equipment. Yeah. 
two flying helicopters. Absolutely. And who knows who was flying that helicopter, to be honest. It's true. And who knows who that man was that was hanged. It could have been somebody who committed treason over there. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Could have been anybody. But as far as we know right now, that was the Taliban. This is what's being reported. The Taliban was flying a helicopter and a man was hanged from it. Then you see that there's evidence coming out that, oh, we knew about this shit all along. We knew about this attack. It was, uh, oh, yeah, we could have. I did see something about that. Could have thwarted it. So we have, we have some um, some stuff to go through here. But this first article comes from Uncover DC. And we see that 122,000 people have been evacuated from Afghanistan. How many of those are Americans, Chris? 5,400 of them. Yeah. So out of 122,000 people, only 5,400 are Americans. Granted, I don't know how many Americans are over there. The last press conference they did, they, were, they only said hundreds are left. Um, but don't know. Only? I mean, they're American people. Why is there any left? Well, and scroll down through that. You might find something, but I'll just I'll talk to this because we've heard some stuff about camps being built. We looked at internment specialists. There were 13 positions throughout cities across this state or across this uh, nation. Yeah, here in the U.S. Yeah. And so we were wondering, okay, why is the U.S. Army hiring internment camp specialists? And then you find out, oh, they're bringing all of these people. A shit ton of people over here. Yeah. Which is fucking idiotic. Yeah. You, you, how are you going to vet that many people? I think they're waiting to, to see who they are when they get here. Which is a problem because yeah. they've already identified one person as being a convicted rapist. Oh boy. And who is already deported by the Trump administration. Yeah, that's and now he's back. That's that's what I'm thinking. And so <clears throat> I think things are speeding up. Because yes, you can do this through the southern border because we have a porous southern border now because Joe Biden is just letting people in, bussing people in all over the country, just sending them to wherever they want to go. But that's slow. That's a slow process, right? Because you have some sort of fortification there. You have people to stop you. But this is a fast way to get a shitload of people into this country. And that could yeah. be a bunch of people that you never know who, how they're going to vote, but you never know if they're going to be a terrorist or not yeah, and bomb true. some shit, yeah. right? I mean, that's usually what... It, it, I have this this thought. I mean, like... You have all these people trying to get to the airport to get out, right? Yeah. A lot of good people, Americans... Yeah. And they have they trusted in the Taliban to act as security to not let some bad people through. Yeah. Which is a fucked idea in the first place. Yeah. But then they let ISIS ISIS, well, ISIS K mm -hmm. in and they bombed a fucking bunch of people. ISIS K does sound like a delicious um cereal. <laughs> Or like, or like a quick stop. Like I would eat some ISIS <laughs> K. Is, is that racist? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's yeah. like a, a, a quickie mart or something. Yeah. But ISIS K with no milk. Oh, yeah. I'd eat, it's like one of those uh, special Ks that come with oh, the berries yeah. in it. You know, ISIS K. Huh. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. It was an explosion of flavor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, It'll hang you out to dry. No, I'm just kidding. But if they, were to, if they just let those fucking people through to blow people up. How many of those people ended up on one of those planes? Well, yes. And when we say just, you know, blow people up, is it out of the ordinary or is it out of the realm of speculation? Because the government, our military, just left 
How many pieces of equipment over there? Helicopters. Thousands. $85 billion worth of material and equipment. Yeah. I what, think there was 200-something aircraft. What makes you think that they wouldn't be supplied anything once they got here? Right? Like, here's a here's a suicide vest. Go, go do your thing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, who? and there's no reason why they can't acquire things once they're here. That's my point. And yeah. While you're at it, put on this MAGA hat. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Make you look real suspicious. So that's that's the point that I'm getting at is we have this large influx of Afghans that we don't know who the fuck they are. We don't even honestly know if they're Afghan. They could just be, it's just like the southern border. Not everybody that's crossing the southern border is from Mexico. No, not at all. So if you have the Taliban in that locale, right, in Afghanistan, that Taliban is there. You have like-minded people that are like the Taliban who don't like the Americans, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could argue all day, like, whether or not they ha- are justified to not like Americans. Because if somebody killed my family and it was blamed on another country, I, you know, wouldn't know how well, I feel. And who's, how do you not think that they would work together, even for a short period of time? Um, we have always been at, yeah. at, at odds end and enemies with the Taliban ever since fucking 9-11. Yeah. yeah, probably before then. Yeah. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Ah, yes. Why wouldn't they work together for a short period of time just to fuck the Americans over? Yep. Yeah. So that's my point is that you just don't know who these people are. You don't know if they have COVID. Okay. You could be, <laughs> you could well, bring, bring in the, Af- doesn't exist over there. well, the Afghanistan variant. The- <laughs> that could be the deadliest one of them all. Maybe. It comes with a suicide vest. Ugh. So that is one one angle here, right? So you have this massive influx of Afghans coming over, quote-unquote Afghans. And then you have all of this shit that is completely disrespectful to the military and completely oh, yeah. disrespectful to armed servicemen and women around this country that, I mean, ooh, you've seen interviews where you've had the fallen soldiers, the 13 that died, right? Mm-hmm. Their parents go to talk to Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. And the dad was like, all Joe Biden talked about was his dead son. Yep. And not a lick about mine. So. Yeah, it's not about you, dude. Didn't end well. This isn't about you right now. I guess another guy was saying that he didn't just check his watch once because there was that clip. Yeah, I heard it five or six times. Yeah. And the dad was like, if he checks his watch again, I'm going to fucking strangle him. (laughs) He's like, I don't care who the fuck he is. That's fucking just, it's disrespectful you know what i mean so they're doing it seems like they're doing the shit on purpose man because why are they just allowing people to sit over there and die why are they not doing anything that they can to protect them why did they not blow up the equipment it just seems very staged and very purposeful why did not blow up the fucking building that all the taliban leaders were in when they first took over another good point so it's just you could have ended it right then mm -hmm. Um, what's this next clip here what's this next tab Oh, this is the video. We don't have to show that. But this is the story that just came out here. This is Pentagon, right? So this is a Politico article. Pentagon prepared for, quote, mass casualty attack at Kabul airport hours before explosion. And if you scroll down, we can kind of tell the people about this. So just 24 hours before the suicide bomber detonated an explosive outside of Hamid Karzai International Airport, Senior military leaders gathered for the Pentagon's daily morning update on deteriorating situation in Afghanistan. 
speaking from a secure video conference room on the third floor of the Pentagon, blah, 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 blah. We had Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin instructed more than a dozen of the department's top leaders around the world to make preparations for an imminent, quote, mass casualty event. And then scrolling down because it talks about um, Mark Milley here. Uh, Mark Milley, the head, the chair of the Joint's, Joint Chief of Staff, warned of, quote, significant intelligence indicating that the Islamic State's Afghanistan affiliate ISIS-K, cereal. delicious cereal, was planning on a complex attack of your taste buds. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> uh, commanders calling from Kabul relayed that the Abbey Gate, where American citizens had been told to gather in order to gain entrance to the airport, was the highest risk. So they knew this shit hours before it happened. Not only that, but there's video of this. So somebody was at the Pentagon meeting. Let's go to the next uh, tab. Sorry. This is who is speaking here. I don't know if this actually says, but this is a Pentagon meeting. And a reporter asked about whether or not they knew the attack was going to happen or not. And what this guy says is here. Scroll up here. It says, quote, The U.S. knew roughly where and when the terror attack on Kabul airport would take place on Thursday. Why were the U.S. troops at the gate at that time? That's what the reporter asks. Kirby, that's what this guy's name. Kirby responds, I am absolutely not going to speak to a press story informed by unlawful disclosure of classified information. So the fact that he said that this is classified information means that, yes, it's true. They absolutely fucking knew it was going to happen. It's true. And they did nothing. So let's play this and you can hear it come out of his mouth, too. I have a question, and it's difficult, but I hope you can entertain it. Uh, according to Politico, the U.S. knew where the attack would, or roughly where the attack would take place on Thursday. And when look at it, look at his body language too. When it would take place? Why were there U.S. troops at that gate at that time? Jeff, um, what I can tell you is that uh, we have been monitoring as close as we can intelligence that uh, led us to believe. Uh, that we were in a very dynamic and, in, in some cases, specific uh, threat environment, um, uh, number one. Number two, uh, as General McKenzie said, we're going we're gonna to investigate. We're going to get to the bottom uh, of what happened last Thursday. Uh, Thirteen precious lives were lost. We're going to take that seriously, and we're, gonna, and we're not going to investigate it in public. Uh, number three, I am absolutely not going to speak uh, to... Uh, a, a press story that was informed by the unlawful disclosure of classified information uh, and sensitive deliberations here at the Pentagon. Just not going to do it. Oh, boy. So that guy is John F. Kirby. He's the Pentagon's press secretary. Okay. Yeah. John F. Kirby. All right. So that news comes out. So that will do what? You find out that they knew about this, but they did nothing about it to stop it. Once again, they just let them die. Yeah. So you're further enraging Americans. Yeah. You're further enraging military. Right. You're you're just basically saying you guys were you meant nothing. You were part of this bigger operation that, yeah, your lives might have been at risk. But I mean, we got stuff to do. I mean, we got a plan here. No one knows what. But that yet plan they're is. preaching the whole time that it was so unsafe to go in and get Americans out that they couldn't. They couldn't do it. It's too. It was too risky. But yeah. yet you're gonna let them just blow up. Yeah, and then you have like the brave motherfuckers of Operation Pineapple yeah. Express, right? They yeah. go in and just fucking say "f you," uh, leaders. 
F you government. We're going to go save our men. Yeah. We're going to be privately funded and we're going to go get people. Yeah. So they're continually building this thing up to show that not only was this a, a complete lack of just leadership, complete lack of forethought. There was forethought and they knew about this and yeah. it was, uh, they put their guys in danger. They put our, our family, you know, our friends and family, people in mil- military in danger purposefully. Yeah. So what's the next thing we got here? Well, and granted that's kind of comes with territory to be put in danger and knowingly knowing you're going to be endangered in that kind of occupation. Yeah. But knowing that there was intelligence that could have prevented some injury or death Mm -hmm. and they, they did nothing. That's the problem. Well, yeah. And you don't sign up. Think you sign up thinking that your higher ups have the best intentions to keep you alive and to watch your back and to protect you. And we protect each other and we're in the army. Right. Not that you're going to be a canary in the coal mine and go test out something and then fucking get blown up. Yeah. That's not the way this works. Well, and did you hear about uh, Biden's like little retaliation thing? Yeah, he blew up families and he kids. Up, tried to blow up that truck saying it had weapons and shit in it and ended up just killing a bunch of innocent citizens. Yeah. Yep. Like with a drone strike. Yeah, of course. Which is kind of the same thing Obama Obama did, right? Yeah. It's kind of the same playbook. Yep. The drone bomb king. King Obama. Um, what do we have here? What's this next one? Oh, this is the same guy, John Kirby. Now, this just came out this morning. And here he is talking about how we keep stranded people in countries all the time. It happens all the time. So what? this isn't anything new, right? So what does that look like? How does diplomacy get those people out of the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan? It's not completely unlike the way we do it elsewhere around the world. I mean, we have uh, Americans that get stranded in, in, uh, in countries all the time. There you go. That's not a good fucking thing. No. That doesn't make it okay. Yeah. They, uh, people die all the time, you know, because of our uh, yeah. ineptitude. You guys may not know this or, or not, but we leave people in countries stranded all the time. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Just leave them out in the middle of the road. And if a truck comes by, it happens all the time. If they get picked up and trafficked away. I mean, as yeah. long as you guys don't know, that's fine. Yeah. Right. So it's no, just, fuck that. it's this, dude, I'm telling you, they're building this shit up. They're coming out saying, like, this happens all the time. They're saying that we knew about this. They're they're bringing home Afghan people instead of the Americans that are left over there. They're building ire, man. They're making this such a point of rage that some they, they're begging for somebody to do something at this no. point. That's my take on it, is they are coming out saying, like, you know what? Enough is enough. And just like Pineapple Express, we're going to we're going to take this into our own hands. I I find it hard to believe that that happens all the time. I know. We just get them stranded over there. I mean, stranded and then just no plan of extraction. I don't know about that. There there is this kind of code where they don't ever leave anyone behind the military. Yeah. Even if they are they have died in battle and they retrieve the body. Yeah. And bring it home. They always try to bring them home. I can't, I don't want, I can't believe that they would just leave people purposely. Yeah. You never but know, man. Maybe they fucking are. Who, who the fuck knows? Well, this one Marine, 
um, Stuart Scheller. He was the guy who called out his senior officers and said, hey, you guys, poor planning, poor yeah, execution. We you need guys, accountability. Yeah, you guys need to come out and admit you were wrong. Like, humility is part of this. Yeah. You know, be a fucking man. Admit you were fucking wrong, and you killed our men. So he came out, and then also I think uh, people were calling for him to get uh, just fired and all this stuff, right? Reprimanded at least. He came out on a separate video, and he's in some sort of van or trailer. He's in a bus. He's in a bus. Yeah, all like right, old school bus. So he's he has kind of like a. You ever see Black Sheep? Yes, of with, course. With uh, what's that fucking guy's name? The actor. Oh, Gary Busey, dude. Gary Busey. He lives in that fucking. He's the crazy. Bus. He's the fucking ex-military guy. That lives in the bus in the woods. Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> so they're they're having this. He does his own video. Yeah. Not saying like they had him do this, but I'm just saying he came out. He said that he, uh, Stuart, this is Josh, the dirty truth on Twitter. Stuart Scheller announces he's not pending legal action and he could stay in the Marine Corps for three more years, but that's not the path he's taking. He's officially resigning. I've watched this whole video and he's going to resign. He's like all of my pension, my mil. He's like, I, you guys, I could have made millions of dollars off my pension and lived a nice life, but he's like, I don't want a fucking penny of it. Because this is so disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want... That's blood money. It's mm. tainted money at this point. So, he's basically saying, I think his wife has a GoFundMe set up. But he's like, I don't have one set up. I'm not, I don't, I'm not asking for money right now. You know? Yeah. But he goes off and says, like, what he's capable of doing as a Marine Corps. He's very good at what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he says, people will come out and they'll back me 100%. But I do want you to watch the end of this video. This is like a two-minute clip. We can, like, pause it in, in between. But just straight up, open this wide and um, show the people what he's, what's in front of him. Because he's sitting at this, in this bus, but he has a fucking chessboard in front of him. And we've heard this before with the whole, like, Q stuff, like, playing a game of chess yeah. and, like, 5D chess and all this fucking... Like, the chess thing is a... Uh, is a trademark of that movement, right? Yeah. So it's just, that was odd to me. And I did want to look at this chessboard and see how many moves were left in there, have some sort of algorithm thing that I don't know what this <laughs> is. This is like a, a famous position Yeah, I don't know that the board should be in, but just listen to what he has to say here and we can, yeah, we can pause it if we need to. A lot of crickets. I want to make the announcement today. After 17 years, I'm currently not pending legal action. And I could stay in the Marine Corps for another three years. But I don't think that's the path I'm on. I'm resigning my commission as a United States Marine, effective now. I'm sure there's some MAR admin on how I'm supposed to do that, and I'll work through that. But I am forfeiting my retirement on entitlements. I don't want a single dollar. I don't want any money from the VA. I don't want any VA benefits. I'm sure I'm entitled to 100%. I, you know, breathed on the smell and smoke of burning shit for years. I don't want any of it. You know, I asked, all I asked for was accountability of my senior leaders when there are clear, obvious mistakes that were made. 
I'm not saying we can take back what has been done. All I asked for was accountability for people to comment on what I said and to say, yes, mistakes were made. And had they done that, I would have gone back into rank and file, submitted and accomplished what I wanted. The morning after I posted my video and I came into work, my boss came in and he asked me, what were you trying to accomplish? And that was a very tough question for me. And my response was, I want senior leaders to accept accountability. I think them accepting accountability would do more for service members and PTSD and struggling with purpose than any other transparent piece of paper or message. And I haven't received that. For the over $2 million that I would potentially receive in retirement for the rest of my life, for the however much extra the disability would be, I think that money should go back to all the senior general officers because I think they need it more than I do. Because when I am done with what I'm about to do, you all are going to need the jobs and the security. Hmm. I want to be clear that I love the Marine Corps. Okay. So there there was another clip. Uh, this was probably not the one that I was thinking of, but he ends it with... You know, I don't need blah, blah, blah. I just need all the the blue collar people that are out there doing their fucking work and they're going to their jobs and they're going back to their families. Yeah. He's like, I just need you guys. He goes, if you come with me, like we can tear this whole fucking thing down. He goes, we're just getting started. (laughs) So they're setting it out there that this guy is, and he was talking about PTSD. Mm -hmm. They're, they're wanting, what is the next story? They want him to. Marine who blasted Afghan withdrawal forced to undergo a mental health check. So they're wanting him to go into a mental health check because they think that he's kind of going nuts, right? They're selling that story. At least that's what the way that they're kind of going, Oh, this guy's disgruntled. Oh yeah. I think he's, he's in a bus. You know, he's pulling a Busey down there. <laughs> he's pulling a Busey. He's pulling a Gary Busey. He's talking out well, of a I bus. Mean, of, of course they're going to try to do that. Yeah. They're going to say he's lost his mind or he's he's fucking going through like the PS, PTSD. PTSD. And, and yeah. All because, he, like he said, he wanted accountability. He know There was some fucked up shit that happened. And some people, there should be consequences for those decisions. Yeah. And I think everybody agrees with that. This just did, or this just did come out. U.S. soldier Stuart Scheller, a 17-year Marine, submits resignation letter effective 9/11. Ooh. S- cites lack of trust and confidence in leadership, so he will not be resigning until 9/11. So he's still active through 9/10. Why 9/11? Well, remember that executive order that Trump signed, one three two four eight or some shit, right? So. That that expires nine ten two thousand eleven or two thousand twenty one. So we'll see. Maybe they need him to do something. Hmm. But my my point is is that they're trying to make this guy look fucking crazy. Yeah, and they're trying to make him look like he's gone rogue. He's going to put shit into his own hands. He's saying like, when I get done with what I got to do, you guys are going to need to be there to take up the jobs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, what is he saying? It makes it look like he has a plan. Right. Yeah, he, they're gonna try to push that he's going to do something, or maybe it gets so corrupt that they have somebody do something and they yeah. use him as a fall guy. Yeah, 
Well, because, I mean, he's not the only ex-military guy that we're seeing now come out in the news with, that has some problems. Yeah, there was one yesterday. Yeah, so on this 9-11 video that just came out, or nine one breaking nine one one, military vet goes on violent rampage at Miami airport. And boy, oh boy, does he. So scrolling down, you'll see the video right here. Yeah. So this is him. Going nuts. So this is just the start? Yeah. He's getting in this guy's face. It just progressively gets... He gets more pissed and more tense. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's ripping down the barriers at the airport. He's picking... He's going to pick one up. Look, he picks up one of those barrier... Throws it. He's acting like Fred Durst after a 12-pack. <laughs> He's... Oh, kicks the fucking mop sign. Okay. He's looking to break stuff, bro. And that's true. I mean, this this lady filming this is, is constantly saying through this video, where's the security at? Yeah. Why is this Why is this guy just destroying shit and he, there's no security just anywhere? Just allowed to kind of do his thing, right? But he starts to walk away, he kicks the mop thing, and then he comes back and it like... And then he tries to throw a punch at him. Oh! And then he gets knocked down, right? He fell down when he threw the punch. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, to, I mean... Poor foot. Poor who footing. knows what, what this guy... What the fuck happened before this? It almost seems like maybe he... Well, the way he's jumping around and shit, maybe he's a little intoxicated. Who knows? Look Look at the title of this tweet. It says, Last night at Miami International Airport. Another Florida anti-masker cope idiot. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. I know. But that's just how people look at people like that. Yeah. I, who, right? who knows why this happened? Exactly. But apparently he's ex-Marine, right? Military vet. And also... Maybe not Marine. Why does that have anything to do with it? Yeah, why are we now calling him next military vet? And I've seen, I've watched. This. Why? Why wouldn't this headline say "man go, goes on violent rampage"? Why does it have yeah. to be "military vet goes on"? Violent Good point. Rampage? Yeah, the title of the articles are subtly putting in it's military rampage, military losing control. Yeah, everybody, military is kind of getting crazy here. This is what they're doing. It's like a subconscious thing yeah it's like a, a little kind of a pattern they're throwing out yeah yeah so i i could see the 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 writing is on the wall that they're building up that uh they want biden out and i know that i just i saved it in our bookmarks on twitter but there was a representative who just came out you can go ahead and get rid of this dude just go to twitter and there was a rep that came out calling for the resignation of joe biden right here andy biggs gop rep 26 seconds so we can take a listen to this guy the person who said the buck stops here who said more than 20 times we will not leave any american behind the person who basically orchestrated the july 2nd evacuation of bagram without telling afghanis we call upon most somberly the resignation of this president joe biden okay the person who said, oh boy, so yeah, they're already coming out. There's a for lot the of people, a lot of people calling for him to step down. Yeah, so they're they're making their moves to, you know, resign, resign. Look at that. 
trending on Twitter, Biden war crimes, hashtag Biden war crimes. Yep. So you're getting the world or the, at least America turning on the guy, right? And I've seen even just um, Nigel Farage, I think, over in Britain. Oh, yeah. Britain television. He was talking shit, going, hey, congratulations, America. You voted in a, a fucking turd. And your country turned to shit because of this, right? And your your country is continuing to do shitty things. So, yeah, it, it's they're they're building the tide that the military is getting angry, people are getting angry. Um, the GOP is calling for his resignation, Biden's resignation. Mm-hmm. People want him to step down. When he does not step down, I think something's going to happen to him. Kamalama is going to come in. Well, no, I think I, I, I you think, think he's. Do you honestly think he'll get someone will try to assassinate him? I do because the CDC just came out saying that they're putting millions into gun control, and I think that they want to take away guns because what what else was the CDC advised on? The eviction moratorium. Yeah, that just got overturned. Which and why are they involved in any of that kind of decision making in the first place? Doesn't yeah. make any sense, right? But in a in a kind of a, as part of like a communist revolution. You get people dependent on the government for necessities, and one of those necessities is living. And well, they're not even the government. The CDC is a private corporation. Exactly, right? So that it's it's one of those things where the CDC is being utilized to usher in this communistic type of government. They're being a tool. Yeah. And because that eviction moratorium did not last... Now you have people not depending on government anymore, so they have to go, oh, next next plan, we've got to take away the guns. Because we're building these camps here, uh, we don't want people pushing back. Yeah, they, they're going to be... <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as people have their weapons, there's gonna, they're going to be met with force. When it, when it gets to a certain point, people well, are going to push back yeah, hard. Yeah, and their their whole point is mental health. That's that's the whole right. reason why nobody has tried to take over this country. Yeah. Because they know that the majority of the people here are armed, armed. and are willing to use them. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you need a doctor's note to go buy a gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, here's my prescription. Can I uh, have that Glock, please? <laughs> And yeah, it's it's one of those things where Here's my prescription for pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pew. <laughs> but it it's uh I think that they will have somebody do something with a gun that will have an instant demand for an executive order that we need to take away guns. It's just not a safe environment anymore. We've seen this buildup of rage. I think it, I don't think it'll happen. I think that they'll try to make it happen. Oh, they're going to try. Yeah. But I think also the Supreme Court decisions that have been coming out are setting a pattern also. They are. Because they're going to try, and they're going to try and do an executive order maybe, mm-hmm. or they're going to try and push some other shit, but then it's going to backfire on them. Because but we still have a constitution. We do. But it took them a while. It took them several weeks to push uh, to cancel the eviction moratorium, right? Because... Biden signed that executive order, and then we had at least two or three weeks gone by where the Supreme Court did not step in. So imagine two to three weeks of them trying to take away guns. I don't think it'd get far. Yeah, it'd be fucking sketchy, though. 
Uh, I don't think it'd be sketchy because there are a lot of dumb people. I mean, there was just somebody sent us a video not that long ago that they were doing a gun collection and they were like, people were just driving up and dropping them off. Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, but it was fake. They were like, we just want to see what people would do. No, they were think? actually doing it. Oh. People were giving in their weapons for Walmart gift cards. In the United States? Yeah. Mm. It's weird, man. But I, I think that the dogs, dude. <laughs> it always comes back to the dogs. Dude. Because how many dog articles have we seen? And people say dog comms, but it's like, it's it's a weird we, fucking thing, dude. In There's the last like, week, probably 20. Every single day. Even just the latest one was the um, the service dogs over in Afghanistan they left over there, right? Yeah. And then you heard um, something else about a dog. Like, they're talking about Trump's dog or Trump did something with a dog. And so, my thing is, who who died in... You know, this was John McCain, right? Mm-hmm. He died on National Dogs Day. Didn't he? Did he? I think he did. And you had National Dogs Day happen when Afghanistan, uh, when the bombing happened in Afghanistan. And then you had Kamala Harris visit John McCain's grave when she was over there. August 25th, 2018. So August 25th, 2018 is that National Dogs Day. So we'll, we're just looking up here, but there's all of these things that kind of point to they're trying to send a message. Hey, we need somebody to die. And that's this whole August 26th. Okay. So it's very damn close though. I mean, well, was that this year? That just says August 26th. I think that's just the day it is. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but it was probably reported that John McCain died um, on August 26th, correct? So my my thing is just that these dogs kind of represent that something might happen or they need something to happen. They need some sort of fucking taken out. Oh, yeah. Celebrated annually on August 26th. I don't know, man. It I mean, is, the dog thing is weird. It's fucking weird. It is weird. There's so many stories about dogs, man. Well, and then uh, Trump, when they when they killed Soleimani, he died like a dog. Yeah, dude, <laughs> died like a dog. Yeah. And then remember, we had that service dog that went in there, and that brave service dog who went into the uh, went into the cave, chased him back, and then he he killed himself like a dog. Yeah, I think it's a it, it has it has meaning. It, it it is definitely weird that all that shit starts popping up around certain times. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. But yeah, if, if Biden does get assassinated by a deranged ex-military vet with a gun and it happens to be like a uh, fucking AR-15, it doesn't even matter, dude. They they would probably go try to, they would have this emergency thing where Kamala would put out an executive order. She'd have to get sworn in first, though, right? Yeah, she would. And from what I've told, it w- that would take a little while to get things set up. But so what if it's an emergency, though? There'd be uh, at least a couple days where yeah. there would be no leader. Yeah. Well, I, unless they do it like, oh, he's gone, boom, right this fucking second. Yeah. But I imagine, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I've, I don't know. Well, 9-11 is coming up. And I've always said that they're going to try to do like a cyber attack or something, right? 
But yeah. what if they what if they distract the world with this fucking hit, dude? And like a fucking Biden hit job. Yeah, who knows? I mean, uh, let me be honest. I don't want fucking Biden to get killed at all. Like no, I'm, I'm all about nonviolent. That's bad for the country. It's bad for because the world. if that happens, shit crashes. Yeah. If any president, regardless of it's Biden or not, mm-hmm. if there is an assassination or something bad happens to the president, the economy goes pff, fucking tanks because that's not a good thing for the country. Yeah, there's it's a it's a sign that there's instability in your country yeah. and in your market. Yeah, like your people are and, not happy. and people get out. Yeah, so they could pull that off, and then what if they? try to assassinate Joe Biden and then have a big stock market crash at the same time. That's yeah. A, that's and a if, point. and if that happens, I mean, that's going to be a big wake up call that we're in a way worse place than we thought we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I've been kind of preparing for just food. Got a generator, got my Berkey water filter. <laughs> I got, uh, you're proud of that thing. I am. Have it's you used delicious. It yet? Yeah. I use it all the time, every day. What do you use it with? Um, make it with shakes. I just drink the water just by itself. Um, no, what do you use the filter with? Like, what do you filter? Oh, just it filters everything. I know. I just, I fill it up with sink water, dude. Oh, I know. Come on now. I don't want to strain it too hard <laughs> unless I have, I don't to. think you can. That's what it's for. Yeah. I don't know. You, so you thinking I should like put my poop water in there and just see what happens. I don't know. Try it out. Drink it. Try to pee in it. If if things get some if things get filter. squirrely, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. But or, yeah, or go out back where your house is flooding and get some of that water. Yeah, the sludge, <laughs> and just see what it does. Maybe not drink it, but let's see what it does to see how clean it is. Yeah, like do a visual test. Yeah, mm. yeah, maybe I a should. smell test. I should, but I just don't want to get the thing dirty yet. <laughs> it's brand spanking new. You know, come on. Well, yeah, that's that's my thing, man. I think that they're. they're Shit's going to get really fucking weird here in the yeah. next couple months. And they've always said red October. What if red October is a bloody red October? You know? Yeah. Who knows? And with all of these fucking crimes against humanity with locking people up over in Australia because they are avoiding the jab. Yeah. Or they're just trying to go further than what, a kilometer and outside of their house? Things are relatively calm here in the u.s for now but shit in other places is getting crazy yeah there was a video i seen the other day of a protest i think it was in france or something and the whole crowd thousands of people were all throwing rocks at the oh yes yeah i sent that and they were like having to drag people out like because they were getting fucking knocked unconscious yeah it was insane it was in italy it was um protesters that was earlier in august oh was it but protesters were just throwing rocks steadily steady steady stream of rock throwing at the police and the police could do nothing but just back up with their shields and oh yeah they just huddled together and got the fuck out of there but one cop did go down and a guy from the rock throwing crowd Tried yeah. to step in and say, stop, stop. I got to help them. Yeah, but there was. He got pummeled with rocks as well, and yeah. he had to quit. There was too many people throwing them. Like, they so, weren't paying attention to that. Yeah, no, it's, that's, and they don't have weapons or something, I guess. Or they're just throwing rocks out of protest. I don't know, but. I don't know. I mean, not that that doesn't happen over here. I remember 
that happened during the whole defund the police movement. At the, yeah, everyone was throwing bricks. Yeah, at cops. And remember, they were trying to surround that statue and mm-hmm. just, pff, fuck, dude. Yeah. You never know when a rock's going to hit you somewhere. Yeah, I mean, they were throwing everything. Frozen bottles of shit and like yeah. anything that caused any damage. Yep. So I would not be surprised to see something happen to Biden. And honestly, if you take Biden out here, not, not, to, I don't want to say it like that because it just, I don't want him to die. But if Biden gets taken out, then he can save face. Right. If he dies from an assassination, he will get a beloved funeral for a week. Yeah. They will treat him like a saint. You'll have be honored. You'll have military like Millie and all the corrupt top of the military brass come out saying, "Yeah, we could see a steady decline in his mental aptitude. We could tell something was going on." But you know, he was a poor, poor, uh, poor soul. But he was he was a good soul. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can definitely see the twenty fifth amendment coming into play. I I don't know about assassination. I could just see it. Serving two purposes because it would it would push the gun control. Also, if they had him die of COVID, that would push that agenda, too. But I think that they want guns going away. And I think that that is the next big push because of the whole CDC article got my my spidey senses tingling. Yeah, I'm going, okay. the CDC is getting involved. Then, you know, that it's going to be the next agenda. I don't like that. I don't like the CDC being involved in. In any kind of policy making, no, the, there's there's no need for them to be there. No, and and you guys, they're we, they're there to to give guidance on disease and that kind of shit. Guidance only. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like a doctor. You do not make you're, rules. You do not make laws. That's yeah. what Congress is for. That's mm-hmm. what legislation is for. Mm-hmm. You are a nobody that says, "Hey, this is what I think," yeah. and everyone has the right to either think the same as you or not indeed so we'll see what and you guys when we talk about this stuff we're we're speculating we obviously do not want any harm to come to anybody no that's not how we roll especially me i'm a pussy you know come on (laughs) i love humanity i think even the the worst human beings deserve a second shot of redemption but to each their own so i don't know what's going to happen to the guy but i could just see the writing on the wall that they are building up the rage and the Marines and the military, they're building up this kind of ire towards the, the president in general. You're seeing him check his it's, watch. It's not going in a good direction. The, Im- no. the imagery and the, the faith is not going the right way. Yeah. Biden's uh, making remarks on Afghanistan if you want to tune in. Mm. I don't know where to tune in at, but mm-hmm. uh, you'd probably have to go to the White Oh, yeah. White House. On YouTube. Just tune in for one second because I can't stand listening to this motherfucker. Um, yeah. There he is. Right there. Biden addresses the nation. And our allies. As a result. As a result. To safely extract American citizens before August 31st, as well as embassy personnel allies and partners, and those Afghans who had worked with us and fought alongside of us for 20 years. I had authorized 6,000 troops, American troops, to Kabul 
I don't know where the airport. Okay. We can turn this guy off. Anyway, he's addressing the nation on. uh... Why didn't you do it yesterday? Yeah, he did kind of wait, huh? I won't do it today. (laughs) You have to take a nap or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is past 2.30. I'm supposed to be sleeping. He he went and took a nap. He, He took the rest of the day off. And then he had to wait for somebody to write a speech. Yeah. And then they had to format it to fit that giant teleprompter. Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name's Joe Biden. Uh, there's a war. And uh, it's, it, it's no more. <laughs> there's a war no more. There's a war no more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll end this on a, you know, whatever note you want to take it on. But that's just what I would look out for. I would look because they're coming for your guns. They're going to try to do something with a disgruntled either member member of the military or disgruntled fucking Trump supporter, QAnon supporter. Who knows? Who knows? Someone with a gun will do something very, very bad. Pay attention to the news. Pay attention to the headlines. Pay attention to bill, what bills are being pushed. Yeah. Yep. Especially in your area. Yeah. All righty. Um, good show, Chris. Kind of a morbid show, but hey, <laughs> you know, this is uh, this shit's going down, man. Yeah, I it's, think it's every day. every day. It something else it just piles on that makes it a little bit more. Yep. Like what the fuck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep your eyes and ears open, and everybody stay safe. All right. Until uh, well, let's let's cheers it up. I don't got. One. Okay. Well, I'll cheers it to <laughs> here here Dave Skeleton Dave. All right. Until next time, everybody. Right. Sayonara. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.